0: This is the photography podcast on photography.ca episode number 131, a review of the Lensbaby Composer. Hey there photo lovers, how's it going and welcome to the 131st photography podcast on photography.ca. My name is Marco and as usual we're coming to you from Montreal, Quebec, Canada. For today's show, we're going to review the Lens Baby Composer, and I'd like to thank the camera store, the largest camera store in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, for sponsoring this podcast. Before we get into it, I always like to thank people for their comments on our last podcast, number 130, where we reviewed the uh, Big Stopper filter. And uh, Barefoot, Troy Bork, and Terry Babbitt all left comments directly in the blog. That's photography.ca forward slash blog. Favorite way to get comments, and uh, thanks so much for leaving them. All right, then, let's get right into today's podcast. Uh, reviewing the lens baby composer for those that may not know what a lens baby even is i mean you can find out more directly at lensbaby.com but basically they make pretty funky lenses and i've played with lens babies over the years and basically they work in a somewhat similar fashion where the center of the lens normally gives you a sweet spot of a sharp focus and then all around that Uh, you're going to get lovely creative blur. And that's cool in and of itself. And you could take like a lot of interesting lens baby pictures just using the basic uh, design of the lens. Now where it gets really interesting is the fact that you're actually able to bend the lens off axis. So the lens is sort of mounted to a uh, ball and socket type head joint. uh, So it has the ability to move, you know, uh, upwards, downwards a little bit, uh, diagonally. You could move the lens in funky positions and this moves the sweet spot all around the photo so you get like incredible blurring effects and it's a lot of fun to use you're definitely going to want to check out the show notes for some images that I took and uh, further tutorials and just to see what this actual lens looks like. It's pretty interesting. Um, you're in the uh, close to $300 range for this lens, so it's you know, not dirt cheap, but you know it's not a fortune either. It's a really fun way to get some creative blurring and to make your images uh, creative. I have to say, the Lens Baby is not something I would use all the time, but uh, it's it's a fun tool to use uh, regularly You know, if you're into creative blur. Now, what you should know straight off the bat is, you know, these lenses are mostly made for DSLRs, Nikons, Canons, Pentax, etc. But when you put these lenses on, they're not fully automatic lenses. In fact, they're more manual lenses than automatic lenses. So you're going to focus manually and um, it will do the exposure for you. So based on what ISO you already have in your camera um, and what aperture you use, which I'll talk about shortly, you know, the camera will do the exposure for you. But that's it. The focusing is all done manually and you may find. You'll need to use a bit of exposure compensation when you use it as well. In terms of changing apertures, if you've never seen a lens baby, you're going to find this odd. But basically, they give you aperture rings, and these aperture rings are metallic, and the lens itself has a metallic center. So in order to change apertures, you actually take a little magnet that's included, and you drop a different aperture ring on the lens itself. And they have a whole bunch of apertures uh, that you could try. I mostly uh, tried, you know, the wider apertures f4 f2.8 because we're doing creative blur so i just generally wanted as much blur as i can possibly get you're still going to get some creative blurring with the smaller apertures of course and you may love the results but i just tended to focus on the larger apertures in terms of the overall feel the lens baby it feels fairly solid overall it's a aluminum and plastic i believe and i tried a lens baby six seven years ago and it was one of the older lens babies that basically have three gears and um I found it a nightmare to use on anything that moves. It was really good for still life because it takes much longer to focus the thing. uh, But for a person, I found it to be a nightmare, actually. So this is so much easier to use uh, to photograph a person because it basically moves fairly easily. And uh, you do have the ability to lock it in focus if you do want to do that. I didn't do a lot of locking, but you can do it. Anyway... You can take a picture pretty quickly with it, and you see the results right in your camera, and you see the funky blur right in your camera. So uh, it feels pretty good overall, I have to say. And as long as you can get over the whole aperture ring thing, I think you're going to have a lot of fun with it. Now back to actually using the lens again. So although this lens is not difficult to use, some patience is required. Again, because it's not an automatic process. Before I forget, one last thing about the apertures is uh, the smaller apertures, you know, uh, f11, f16, you're going to want to mostly use those outdoors because when you use them indoors, um, unlike an actual DSLR camera that always is showing you the scene through the lens's largest aperture, the lens baby doesn't work that way. The lens baby shows you the scene through the aperture ring that you're using. So if you're using smaller apertures, it'll likely be very difficult to see indoors. Uh, That's just a little tip again about the apertures back to actually focusing the lens baby it's fun but it can get tricky the lens acts a lot like uh, you know one of those old-fashioned bellows cameras the accordion cameras whose lens was attached to a lens board but you could also move that lens in uh, multiple directions so if you have experience with a view camera this is going to help you get even better results with uh, the lens baby composer uh, for sure though it's definitely not essential it also acts a lot like a tilt shift lens if you have experience with that lens though it's certainly not required and uh, you know if you're doing mostly central subjects, uh, it's a really easy process because the center is going to be sharp. It's going to be easy to focus. So as long as you don't move it, you're going to get good blurred easy shots. Now where it gets a little trickier is uh, when you're going to move that uh, sweet spot of focus off center. And like I said, because you're able to actually move the lens by pushing and pulling it in different directions, you can move that sweet spot around the frame. And that's going to give you a sharper area of the frame in a different part of the image. Now, this is trickier to use and patience is required. And a tripod might be useful, you know, to help you set up your compositions. But if you have patience, it's doable and it does give you really good results. Now, is this the type of lens that you're going to do client work with? Mm -hmm. Maybe uh, if you're a wedding photographer, you might want to take a few shots with it. If you have a really hip art director and, and you're doing still lives, you might want to use it. But uh, I think this is a play lens actually. It's for when you just want to go out and play uh, and take some shots and see what you get when you're not necessarily expecting anything you know that's how I've used lens baby in the past and that's how I you know sort of thought about it in this context as well. And the reason I say this is that although it's a precise tool, it's sort of not as precise as as, an, as a fixed lens. I mean if you're hunting for absolute sharpness in a fixed lens, you're going to be able to do it more easily with that fixed traditional lens than you are with this. It's not impossible by any means whatsoever, but it's easier. And when there's client work and money is dependent on it, uh, you know, unless you really have experience with it, you may want to wait to use it. So, you know, get good with it and then, okay, go ahead and do it for for client work because you know what you're going to expect. But just know in advance that a lot of photographers are using it um, for personal work versus client work. Now, for those times where you are going to want to shoot off-center, a good tip is going to be try and match the angle of that subject relative to you. So, you know, if you're looking at something directly in front of you, there's no issue. But let's say that something is, is on an angle toward you. Well, in order to get that sharp, you're going to have to match its angle. You may not want it sharp, and you may want to play with fun, creative blur, but if you did want it sharp, you would sort of need to match its angle, and what would be around it would go blurry. This is where, again, uh, view camera experience or tilt, shift, lens experience um, you know, may come in handy, and I'm going to even throw a link in the show notes just... Um, To explain tilt shift cameras a bit, you know, we did a podcast on it uh, a few podcasts ago. So I'm going to throw that that link in there as well if people want to take a listen. Now, in terms of what I shot with it uh, for these tests, you know, I shot my cat with it, uh, which kind of gave a pretty interesting effect. You know, the cat was pretty central. Uh, Actually, one of his eyes is very uh, central and sharp, and the rest is a dreamy blur. You're going to want to check the show notes. Then I uh, took pictures of the Jacques Cartier Bridge in Montreal with uh, rail tracks in the foreground, and I really played with uh, creative depth effects using different areas of focus. And again, uh, you know, you get a totally different effect. Let's say you're focusing on the foreground versus the background, the background versus the foreground. They're going to have different levels of blur, and that's going to be interesting to the eye. You're going to be able to see the effect in camera, depending on what you choose to be sharp. You may find it more or less difficult to achieve that, but I think you're going to have fun just playing with it because, you know, rather than have, you know, some app that you know, basically chooses it for you. Here, you're kind of you kind of seeing what you're getting. It's more of a hands-on thing. There are apps, yes, that do similar things, but, you know, this is more hands-on, and, um, I don't know, I'm, I've always been a bit of a hands-on kind of guy, so I really, I really enjoyed using this, especially compared to the old geared version that I spoke about. Uh, one thing that I should also let you know is that um, these uh, lenses are interchangeable, so they have different types of lens babies, and uh, you can incorporate them into this variety as well so you know there's one that's a 35 angle uh, version of this so you could plop out this which is closer to a 50 and put in the 35 angle sweet spot it's basically interchangeable and again i'm going to throw um, some links in the show notes to show you what accessories that uh, you can use if you do want to and I think that'll do it for this Lens Baby review. Uh, to summarize, I, I really liked it. I, I recommend it. It's real fun to use. It is isn't the $300 range, so it's not dirt cheap. But if you have a small photography kitty or uh, the holidays are coming up and uh, someone wants to buy you a gift, you may want to look into it. As always, I like feedback from others. So if you're using this Lens Baby or other Lens Babies and want to share some tips, uh, it would be more than my pleasure to get them. And uh, as usual, my favorite way to get them is uh, photography.ca forward slash blog. I'd like to thank the camera store again for sponsoring this podcast, the camera store is a full line dealer for an entire range of photographic equipment and supplies whether you are a leading professional or new to photography their expert staff are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect equipment at great prices so if any of you have a lens baby that you haven't pulled out in a while and uh, maybe this podcast has encouraged you to uh, try some test shots again that'd be great if you're thinking of uh, getting one now might be a great time but uh, as always I hope you just get out there and keep on shooting bye for now everyone thanks so much for listening